Sports Stance. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Sports Stance. I am your host, Greg, and first off, need to crack a cold one because it has been a long week. No sports unless you're like watching rugby, and well, I don't understand rugby. A lot of guys just hitting each other. Or there's, you know, League of Legends, esports. That's nothing I know about either. So I'm basically hanging on by a thread, kind of like Chris Sale's elbow, which will be getting surgery, and Tommy John. Yep, that's right. Chris Sale needs Tommy John. Paul, you look shocked, because that's right. Paul is, of course, with me. We don't do Paul's pylon anymore. He's just a co-host now. Paul, how are you doing? Lots to talk about today. I think we're going to be focusing on one subject specifically. Well, yeah, it is, it's a sad day in sports, but sad week in sports. Is it a sad day? Or is it really just like New England sad? I don't know. We might want to canvas the group. We might, because like you said, a group. We have the architect of the fantasy football team, Brady's Bunch. Don't know if it's going to be named that next year. We have Joe with us this week, a fellow Patriot fan. Like Paul, not me. I am not a Patriots fan, so I'm not sad at all. Joe, welcome to the show. And also, how many boxes of tissues have you gone through? I'm on my 11. Now, is that from your toilet paper supply, or is that like... Well, I've I've got 12 boxes, but I'm saving the 12 for something really sad. I'm glad you said something really sad and not something really inappropriate. Would have gotten really concerned there. This is a family show. Literally, you're both family members to an extent <laughs> somehow. It shows that my booking of guests is just terrible. Well, I do believe you lived in the house in Tom's River longer than Joe did. <laughs> I think that's accurate. I don't know what that says about your parenting. You allowed me to live in your house. I did allow you to come out of the basement once in a while. Yeah. It was a creepy basement. But we're not here to talk about the weird basement or any of that. We're here to talk about the sadness that you two are experiencing. Because on Tuesday, that's right, it's been two whole days since this news broke. Which, by the way, can we just thank the NFL for not pushing back their start of their league year? Because people went into this week going, we're going to have no sports, nothing to talk about. And the NFL in itself, in free agency, has given us everything to talk about. The biggest story, though, of course, being Tom Brady announcing to the world on Tuesday morning, bright and early, on St. Patrick's Day, when he fully knows bars are closed in Boston, that he will not be returning to the New England Patriots, a place he called home for 20 years. He was a child, grew into a man, had a family, won Super Bowls to go to, as reported, Tampa Bay. So, Paul, I ask you first, as co-host and elderman of the whole group, what were your initial thoughts when you heard Tom Brady, first off, saying, before we knew where he was going, that he would not be returning to the Patriots? I thought he might be retiring. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> that was your first thought when he said, that truly my, my journey's going to well, continue. Well, I pondered. Once- He's retiring his journey. <laughs> yeah, I pondered for a while and said, maybe it's retirement. Because everyone had signed. Garoppolo got signed. Tannehill got signed. Everybody's getting signed. 
And then Tampa Bay's down there just sitting there frothing at the mouth. Disgusting. Yeah. Okay, yeah. sorry. <laughs> How dare they offer a man $30 million and talent around him on offense? <gasps> Who'd have thunk? Now, Joe, being the new guy, what are your thoughts when you heard Brady was leaving? So it was a big buildup to the news. There was no buildup. He literally just came out of nowhere. He was like, hey, it's 8 in the morning. I'm leaving. There were there was a lot of hype. There was a lot of buildup to something was coming. Um, so there was oh, you mean bit, since the season started? <laughs> yeah, there was a little bit of time to prepare for the worst, hope for the best. Um, <clears throat> we've got, you know, I go on bouts of, you know, sports radio and – um, I've got to say, the last time I was this addicted to sports radio was during the whole Deflate Gate saga. Um, so what you're so, saying is you're a glutton for drama. Yes, I, I get I get into it, and I you know I jump around station to station, different people's takes on it. I like to get all the angles. So I fell probably victim to a couple of the different um, the different stories that went around. I think one of my favorites that I, I held out hope for, if in fact the news was going to be correct that Tom Brady would be leaving the Patriots, is that somehow, some way, Garoppolo would end up back with the New England Patriots. Yeah, that was a fun one for me to listen to because I knew there was zero chance of that I happening. Know, but you can always hope. Uh, Another guy that took us to the Super Bowl, Greg, you had mentioned <laughs> last week that What yeah, did I that, last was, that week? was the big conspiracy yeah. theory. What did, I, what did I say last week? That would have been perfect. Obviously, it would have been perfect. That would have been the key aspect of Bill would have looked like a genius. I said, if he did it last week, I would have thought Bill Belichick was a genius. Yeah. So Guess what? Bill Belichick's not a genius. <laughs> to, to, to come out and answer you, I was, I think, less sad when I read his report because I, I felt it coming. I figured had they needed to get something done, they would have. Um, and it's it's almost a sense of excitement to watch Tom Brady somewhere else and to watch Bill Belichick coach without Tom Brady. Um, because who knows, you know, this this will be one of the, the few seasons, Greg, that we may not be watching playoff games come, um, you know, next winter. Can you really say you watch playoff games this year with what happened? <laughs> Ouch. I mean... Who, who would have thought the Titans would be the team? Mike Rabel, a former Patriot, was the man who decided, you know what, I'm going to end this dynasty once and for all. Stomped on the Patriots' throat. Brady's last throw ever is an interception in a Patriots uniform. Like, you couldn't get a worse ending for a storied yeah, career in New England than that. After that. And, and I personally loved it. You know what? I think I actually might be a Tom Brady fan now. I'm not sure, but I'm I'm like teetering on like I might be a Tom Brady fan now. He's gonna yeah, look I'm good in that fucking air. Here to talk about how sad we are, but more so to rub some salt in the wounds. <laughs> yeah, well, your dad every week somehow decides to bring up before this happened that the Patriots beat the Eagles in one Super Bowl out of two Super Bowls. So you know, it's like, why not? Would Would you be waiting for me to bring up Super Bowl Thirty Nine? Yeah. But then now I can say, well, no more Super Bowls for you anytime soon, because your starting quarterback is Jared Stidham. So far. So far. No, I, it sounds pretty much like that. So that's what they're going to be rolling with. Maybe they'll get a guy in the draft. Well, they might bring somebody in for competition. There's not much but, left. 
I know Bill's this genius, but I don't know what you're thinking. Even if you bring somebody in, who's he throwing to? Julian Edelman will probably be traded next week to the Bucks for like a six-round pick because he's going to be so sad and distraught. Like, has anybody checked in on him? Do we know if he's alive? I there were there were some rumors that he was seen packing cardboard boxes. <laughs> yeah, his luggage. I mean, now the real question is, outside of Brady leaving, that news was shocking. We knew it was going to come down to the Chargers, the Tampa Bay. We heard it had been rumored. Indianapolis was kind of in there, but they kind of said no. We're probably going to go in a different direction. They obviously went and got Philip Rivers. Then there was maybe some hints that, ooh, maybe he's going to go to the Dolphins. Half the Patriots roster just went there to join Brian Flores because, well, why not? You're losing your defense. Why not go join those guys in Miami where it's nice? And Giselle will be happy. But then it comes out. It's not official yet. It should be soon. They're just working out the language. But apparently everything's all good and pleasant. That Tom will be taking his talents to Tampa Bay, which, you know, First, let me point out the correlation between LeBron James and Tom Brady. Both went from very cold cities, both considered great talents, and then they both decide to go to Florida to finish their, like, to kind of middle career, finish career. It's a little weird, a little odd, at least in my book. Except LeBron went to Miami and <laughs> Tom Brady's going to Tampa Bay. It just doesn't sound right. Might I also remind you, Josh McDaniels was in Indy. Was he? Ever? Was There's he ever actually in Indy? Lifelong sad Patriots fan saying maybe there's still hope. Yeah. Well, I think part of the reason he didn't go back was Josh McDaniels, honestly. It sounded like they had rifts at the end. And then... If only Tom knew they were going to sign whatever Mitchell Bird or whatever his name is, the wide receiver that had 30 catches last year for the Cardinals. If he knew that type of offense was coming into New England, he may have stayed. Don't you think, Paul? Well, I I really think Tom Brady made up his decision when the Garoppolo or Brady, who goes to the trade to San Francisco, and I think from that moment forward, Tom Brady was out of New England. He had checked out. I think it was when they said, hey, the offer we made you in August that you hate it and despise is the offer we're going to give you. And we're not adding anything around you offensively. And we're going to let some key defensive guys walk. Do you want to come back? Does that sound good? You you like that? Well, if you're going to rebuild, maybe they, I don't know what the heck they're doing. They're going to tank for Trevor. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. People have said, they're like, watch, they're going to tank this year, get the number one pick, Trevor Lawrence will come out, and then they'll have another 20-year run, and then everybody will be like, what the F? I like it. I don't. I don't like it at all. What I do like is the fact that Tom Brady is literally going to a team that has a pirate ship in their end zone. I think it's half marketing. You know, TB12 and TB. TB, yeah. I mean, there is that theory. But I just think he wanted to be a pirate. <laughs> he just wanted to be. A, he just wanted to sit on that pirate ship and be like, "Look, I made it," and just sit on top of the ship for no reason. I mean, so he's going alone. He's not bringing the fam. I mean, my guess is Giselle's probably gonna, if anything, have a house in Miami. 
I think not. I think that he is doing the condo for the games, and I think he is not. I think that's his contract is pretty darn uh, Tom Brady favored, and she is going to stay with the kids. They got school. Yeah, well, I mean, would you want to bring your family to Tampa Bay? What is there to do in Tampa Way Bay? Way back I don't, when we I honestly the, don't even what know. team is Tom Brady going to? Yeah, I said he's never going to Tampa Bay. Like, that's not going to happen ever. I was like, going to bring that up soon. I was like, you've Well, you know what busy. there is now? What? You can go watch Tom Brady be a quarterback of the football team. Well, yeah, did you hear? They've already had thousands of calls and people waiting in queues to get season tickets now. I mean, fans are going to love them. Except I did see one video where a Tampa Bay fan was pissed that Brady chose to come to the Bucks. He was a big Jameis Winston guy. Why you want a quarterback that who's th- throws 30 interceptions? I don't really know. Tell you what, though. Tampa Bay is going to be fun to watch next year. They got offensive weapons. I can't wait for the Buccaneers-Saints games, which are words that have never come out of my mouth. Or anybody's like Fox and everything. It's going to be like game of the week, Bucks for Saints. This is weird. This should be the tagline. Because <laughs> it's odd. It doesn't make sense. So now we know Brady's going there. The question I have to have is, do you have faith in Bill Belichick? I'm going to start with Joe. Because, Paul, you look like you're just gazing off into the distance. I do. I think that somehow they will create game plans that work. I don't know what they're going to do. I've seen reports that Stidham can throw the ball deep, but as you just <laughs> mentioned before. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he could throw the ball. <laughs> well, let's hope he can throw I've the ball. I've seen reports he can throw <laughs> football, so, you know, pretty uh, excited. That he can, he's got a good deep ball, but that's you know in practice. You mentioned before who's who's he throwing to? That's the big part of it. And I say, who who's who's the deep threat on the Patriots right now? That's that's the big question. I was say, can, you, can you even give me a name? No. <laughs> um, so but, basically, their game plans what they did this year, where they know they're a weak and they somehow exploit the best of the best that they can, and somehow still figure out a way to win. Yep. I think that's probably what it's going to be. I think that they, let's say he, he can throw the ball deep. Maybe they take a few more chances downfield, um, which, you, you know, is, is that, if we do see that, is that a difference in Josh McDaniel's play calling? Or is that something that Brady didn't want to do or couldn't do? I mean, what do you do? You throw the ball up, you throw 35 interceptions and take the chances maybe on a couple big plays. I don't know. Yeah. Paul, what do you think? Do you believe in Bill? I do believe in Bill, and Bill will find a way. And Bill, we trust. He will find a way to win. It will be coaching against a team's weaknesses, and he will find a way. If anybody can do it, he can do it. Um, And he's going to need to do it because the way that roster looks now, yikes. Yeah, I uh, smell six and ten. Anyway, they have the hardest schedule coming up this year. Is that correct? They have what? They have one of the hardest, I think. Finally, for the past few years, it hasn't been that bad for them, even being division winners. But I think this year it's harder than normal. Except, I will say this: I really hope Brady's contract is for two years. Do you know why? Because he plays in 2021 in Gillette Stadium. Well, I don't know if it'd be in Gillette, but he has to face the Patriots because of the how the round robin works. 
the AFC East would be next year for the Bucks. So I really want it to be two years because I want just one game, one matchup of Bill and Tom. That's not the Super Bowl because most likely that's not what we're going to get. Somehow it's Patriots, Bucks in the Super Bowl to be the best marketing ever. Oh, God. It'd be crazy. It would be. It would be literally that's, that's, a dream for them. But then you'd be wondering, who who would the refs be favoring? I think that's what they'd be deflating. <laughs> Sounds like a personal issue. <laughs> but one of the things I saw was, who gets the referees in this divorce? <laughs> I saw that. Which I found kind of, they're like, nah, don't worry. The NFC has their own family. They'll they'll help Tom out. Don't worry about it. I think they believe in. I think they like Tom. I think uh, they hate Bill. Yeah, probably. I would also say the thing that I always laugh still about because I think about Bill Belichick and how smart he is. The fact that he got so mad at Mike Vrabel for literally doing the same thing he did in the playoffs still makes me chuckle. I think that's why some of the refs don't like him. Because, because he does all those weird things. He does the rule book shuffle, and they look stupid because they yeah. have no idea what to do. They got to get on their helmets and go put on their little vision mask and talk to New York and figure it out and get told what to do and go to a commercial break and take 35 minutes to figure out what Bill Belichick just did that's legal. Yeah, that is true. And it makes them look stupid. All right. So then it's time for predictions. If there is an NFL season this year, right now, it's an if. No guarantee. What do we think is happening? Give me your predictions. 16-game season still, or 16 games total win-loss. I don't think they've switched to 17 yet. I think that's the following year it kicks in. But predictions for Tampa Bay and the Patriots. Paul, we'll start with you because you look like you're deep in thought. Give me your predictions of... Patriots record, Tampa Bay's record. Who do you think goes farther this year? I think the Patriots go further. And I think it's 11 and 5. What do you think Tampa Bay's going to end up as? I don't know their schedule well. But 16th strength of schedule in the league. Um, I would say with Tom Brady. As quarterback, they're probably in the 12 or 13, 12 and 4, 13 and 3. So, so you think Patriots are going to go farther at 11 and 5 than the 12 and 4 or 13 and 3 Bucks? Did I not earlier say Bill will find a way to win? Yeah, but. And Bill, I trust. Tom Brady is right. to me. <laughs> I don't wish him ill, but. Tom who? I don't wish him ill. He's just dead. No, he's just... If he gets this virus... He's a quarterback for another team. He's Eli Manning. Retire already, old man. So, quick question. He was the highest paid quarterback in the NFL ever. Who, Eli? Eli, highest paid yeah. NFL player ever. $206 million. Eli made his money, but that won't last much longer. Well, his father took it all from him and invested it. Well, no, once uh, Patrick Mahomes gets his payday, it's going to be like over that in one yeah. contract. But one question. So say your boy Tommy decided to stay with the Patriots. Would he have been dead to you? Should he have been retired? Absolutely. Is he an old man? He. So I think Bill Belichick tried to get rid of Tom Brady two years ago. 
And that's when it all started. And by the way, maybe he should have last year. <laughs> I don't really think it was him last year. <laughs> I don't like Tom Brady. I'm I'm as much of against Tom Brady succeeding on a Patriots team as anybody. I can't even look at what Brady did last year and go. It, it was like the- throwing the ball the ball to a guy pushing a wheelbarrow down the field. Nobody could catch. There's nobody out there. Well, yeah, because he literally had no names trying to catch the he ball. He had nobody. So. And Julian Edelman had like one knee apparently that he was playing on. No, but I, so the way I look at sports is we're all fans and they're all employees. They all had a job to do. Tom Brady's job. If if somebody walked up and said, okay, Mr. Sanitation Engineer, you dump that trash better than anybody and you make $100,000 a year. It's a great analogy. You two hundred thousand dollars a year, and he's going to say, "No, I love New York. I'm staying in New York for half the money." It's not going to happen. It's his job. He's taking care of his family, and off Tom Brady goes to collect the garbage in Tampa Bay. Isn't isn't that what Brady did for years though in New England? He took half the money. He did. So, do you think he's probably got a little bit of a tood back there somewhere in the back of his mind, like, God, yeah. I kept giving and giving, and I got nothing back? Yeah. And also, apparently, the rumors are that he's giving. By the way, he sold that. House, he sold that house with a moat out in California. Once he was, it got completed, like he like literally, it got finished, and he was like, "I don't want it anymore." And then he get rid of that. It's not like it's not about the money. It's about the respect, respect. and people saying, "Yeah, we should have paid him." Yeah. Well, Joe, we haven't gotten to your prediction yet because we had that amazing trash analogy. <laughs> Everybody it was a good analogy. Trash analogy. Everyone loves a good trash a analogy. You they know who's a big fan oh, of that? It's a Crap. Oscar. Oscar the Roach. Yep, huge fan of trash comedy. <laughs> All right, Joe. What are your predictions? I've got uh, New England going ten and six. Um, you mentioned a sixteen-game season. Does that include the expanded playoffs? No, I don't think that's. I don't think that starts this year. I want to say it starts next year. I'm not 100% sure. We'll go off the 16 game right now, just okay. to be safe. I'm going 10 and six. Um, Division or not? Where's Buffalo? Right. So yeah, <clears throat> I've got them over Buffalo. So I've got them winning the division. It's okay. Be a weak division this year. Oh, every year. Weaker than most years. Um, winning the division at ten and six, and I've got Tampa Bay at twelve and four. Yeah, I know Apple Tree. Right. So Tampa Bay at twelve and four, um, and in the, you're gonna um, laugh at me for this, but they're in, it's the same division as New Orleans. Yep. Okay. So I've got New Orleans winning the division and getting a first-round bye. Um, <clears throat> Tampa Bay winning the first round. I don't know how – I just see Tampa Bay losing to uh, the Saints in the playoffs. That will be their demise. All right. Well, um, how far do the Patriots go in the playoffs? Do they lose in the first round or the division round? Looking at the AFC coming up. The way up, you're fiddling yeah. with things. I'm guessing you're thinking yes, and you just don't want to say it. They're going to be out in the first round. The look of shock. <laughs> Betrayal. 
All right, well, my prediction is, plain and simple, Tampa Bay is going to go probably 12-4. and four. Their offense, with Brady included and not having a quarterback that's going to throw 30 interceptions, gets them either close to that division title, depends on really how Drew Brees and the Saints shore up everything. Their defense looks like it'd still be good. They just got Malcolm Jenkins from the Eagles, which I hate. But their offense still has Michael Thomas, still has Kamara in the backfield. They'll probably be in that 12-4, and 13-3 and three range. So it's going to be a toss-up of their head-to-heads against each other, which, honestly, they'll probably split. My producer is yelling in the background. <laughs> I have a 12-4, though, for Tampa Bay. I think the Patriots are just going to go completely off the rails this year. I think they're actually going to almost, in a sense, tank to get a high draft pick, to hopefully get a good quarterback next year. I think they're going to be somewhere in that, sad to say it, 4-12, and 5-11 range. Stidham literally threw like one pass this year. It was a pick six. And Belichick was like, yeah, I know we're up by like 30, but Tom, you're going back in with two minutes left because I can't watch this trash. That's going to be your whole season. That's your quarterback right now. And what's on the free agent market, unless they're trading for Jacoby Brissett, which, yeah, he knows the system. But you still need talent around him to make the system work. Who knows how Julian Edelman's going to be? Yeah, he's going to be tough. He's going to play, all that. But when he's literally the only person you have to focus on to stop, makes the game plan a little harder. They have no run game right now. We saw that all last year. Their defense lost key linebackers in Collins and Van Noy. Literally half their team has gone to the Lions or the Dolphins. Because, well, clearly the players like Flores and Patricia and their money much better. So, I don't see how the Patriots have a good season. That's my guess. I think Tom then gets to stand up tall and be like, haha, suck it, Bill. Somebody went, to, somebody went to Miami for less money. Was it less money or did they not get an offer from the Patriots? No, got an offer and went for less money. Well, I don't know who. I know Van Noy... Just like literally, I don't even think got an offer. He just left. Collins left for Detroit. So basically the Miami Patriots and the Detroit Patriots with how Patricia and Flores have handled their business the past two years. It's true. Look at the look at the amount of guys that have gone from New England to those teams. It clearly shows that they like the system that's in New England, but they just want to take away from it so they can beat it. So that's my prediction. That's what I think is going to happen for that whole sense of it. Now, the most important question to ask, how is Tom going to look in that Tampa Bay uniform? It is not the prettiest thing you've ever seen. It's quite hideous, actually, I think. The uniform's coming. Is it the creamsicle, at least? I don't know. (laughs) If it's not the creamsicle, I don't want it. If it's not Tommy B. That's why they haven't finalized the contract, because Tom's designing the new uniform. Tommy and Giselle. If it's not Tommy B in creamsicle orange, I don't want it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to have a, have a good swashbuckling good time if it's not in creamsicle. Swashbuckling good time. <laughs> it's going to be the motto for Tampa Bay. Have a swashbuckling good time with Tom yep. Brady. Oh, yo. They're trying to change the logo to get a little 12 after the TB. Maybe he's buying the team. Well, by the way, they said they're not closing the TB 12 things in Massachusetts. They might get set on fire. Oh, right, open them in New York, in Connecticut, in South Carolina, and up and down the East Coast. My producer is being extremely loud. Buy Tampa Bay, buy the franchise. He and Giselle, they have enough money. Well, yeah, they have more money than God because of Giselle. 
Right. Because Giselle is the breadwinner in that family. Yeah, because fifty million in two years, uh, sixty million in two years is nothing. Yeah, when she's bringing in three hundred million. Right. <laughs> Literally, good. just like off of basic underwear that she sells in South America. That's like what her company is. If they sell lingerie, but it's like very minimal. Not minimal looking, but like very like it's like basically looks like normal underwear and she makes so tons of money. The least amount of fabric for the most money. Yeah. yeah. Well she literally so sells like a flag side thing of underwear and she's like, Yeah. And people are like, That is sexy because you say so. They're bloomers. <laughs> yeah. She gives everybody moo moos and they're like, This is fantastic. I feel so sexy in this. I'm too sexy for my shirt. Nope. Paul <laughs> stop stripping. <laughs> Put your shirt back on, Paul. This is ridiculous. This is a this is non nobody will see this, but still I, I have, have to. He's for radio. I get it, because you're not attractive, but you are. I know. <laughs> you see what I did there? I made you think I was gonna keep just going with your whole I'm gonna put myself down and he's gonna pick me up. But I still Man. I think my producer is still celebrating St. Patrick's Day. Raj. Yeah, I think he's still celebrating St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> All right. So last but not least, there is a rumor of one of the reasons Tom chose Tampa Bay. His good buddy, Antonio Brown, might be joining him. Have you guys heard this? And if you have, thoughts? Well, first of all, the NFL have to has to let him play. Yeah. <laughs> and then... He hasn't been suspended, technically. I think if he gets re- reinstated or whatever the process he has to go through, you've, I've got to think some sort of a punishment has to come just because of precedent. Um, yeah, but what's the punishment then? How many games? Well, I mean, you're Roger Goodell. You could say 10 games and nobody can say anything about it. Yeah, Who but knows won't say 10 games. Um, I don't think it should be 10 games. I frankly don't think it should be any games. The guy that got, the Miles Garrett, who hit a guy in the head with a helmet, got technically eight games and he's already reinstated. Right. So Antonio Brown has a civil case brought against him. Not a criminal case, and he's shunned from the league. I know he's got some personal problems. I would say more so mental evaluation might be needed. Yeah, I I don't disagree. But I can't imagine that the NFL would allow him back in the league and not provide any sort of punishment. I would not agree with that. Um, I was for, you know, he's, it's again, a a civil case that was brought against him. I think it may have been dropped. Uh, I'm not, I didn't follow it once it kind of, this new story died, but you didn't see his twenty-day Instagram saga. No. Um, should it happen, and should he get zero suspension, zero games? I think that I would change my twelve and four prediction to at least a fourteen and two. I was going to say dramatically changes. I thought mm-hmm. you were going to say undefeated, which I would be like, imagine that would be something if you did the undefeated season in Tampa Bay. Yeah. Then I would love the guy. He'd be fantastic. <laughs> I also heard that um, Josh Gordon wants to play this year. Well, it's because weed is now legal in the league. They won't find you to suspend you for it. And that's literally the only man's problem. He just yep. loves getting high. Because I got high. Yeah. Now I can go in the league and still get high. Ooh. No? But Nobody's going to join in on that? Fine. Well, they you just have Gordon to, and Brown to, to the... work. Wow. It took... First, let's the record show. It took... 
31 minutes into the show for you two to start talking at the same time. I'm, I'm stunned. We practiced. I was going to say, did you guys have a pre-session before this? Yeah. Have, like, secret hand signals when you're secretly hitting a trash can? Like, I'm about to talk. I'm about to throw a sinker. All right, so just one, one final comment on Antonio Brown. Okay. And maybe Josh Gordon. You can put him in the equation or not. But So you get Antonio Brown into the Tampa Bay locker room. That's its whole issue on its own. But then you've got – so for the first time, Brady will have a large amount of targets on the field. Mm-hmm. And what does that start to do for the the comparing egos, competitive egos of all the players? Um, while, yes, they would be winning games and they've got Tom Brady throwing to them, does that start to tear them apart and, you know, they start complaining about opportunities and balls thrown? No, I don't think so. I think as long as those W's are going up on the board and everybody's getting at least four or five catches a game, which they would be, Bruce Arians is known as the coach that likes to air it out. He doesn't like to run as much. They all get their catches. They all get their yardage, get a touchdown every other week here and there. Everybody's happy. Everybody's getting the W's. I I don't think it's an issue at that point. It's only when teams are losing, which the guys in Tampa Bay, they win more than eight games. They're going to be ecstatic. It's really Antonio Brown you'd have to worry about. But anytime they were winning in Pittsburgh, he didn't have an issue. And after the hit from Vontez Perfect, he also started having issues. So you're saying there might be a disconnected nerve in there somewhere? Uh, that's that's what I'm thinking. Well, yeah, how do you, how can there not be? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. You just play one on the sports radio. <laughs> I'm I'm not having you pretend to call me and be a doctor. <laughs> Mr. I don't know. Are you doing the YMCA? What were, what were you just doing there? It's very confusing. It's not I'm right. just like, being I'm just being silly. Well, that's what you usually are. All right. So any last thoughts on this Tom Brady thing? Any last sadness? Any last anger? Things you want to get out there? This is your time. You're, I'm not talking, ang- to, you're talking to Tom directly right now, Paul and Joe. I've got- he listens. I don't know if you know I, this. I actually have talked to Tom Brady directly. I met him, and he's quite a gentleman. Great with kids. But you very just polite. death upon him. I heard it earlier. I don't know. He, he, I just, he, Tom who? You said, I hope you die of retirement, old man. No, I said, <laughs> you should retire, old man. I, I hope getting, you die. Hey, Sorry, did I get, I, I don't I, did it I, I don't, I don't wish him ill will. I just, he's, he's somebody else's quarterback. Did you ever see me root for Drew Brees? No. I mean, shit, he's a lovely guy. Yeah. He he was your quarterback for 20 years. Literally gave everything to the team that he could. Mm-hmm. Including they, money. Including money. I I feel for him. He's he's. I take nothing away from him. He's a fantastic quarterback. And now we're going to step. Well, I guess you can't because Belichick's going to be left with nothing. Well, that's his own doing. He's the GM. Yep. Nope. If the Patriots don't succeed, they have nobody to. Bill has nobody to blame but himself because he's the one that put the team together, and did it his way, and thought he could outsmart everybody, and doesn't need these big time money guys where other teams need them to succeed, and he doesn't. And it's worked for twentyish years. Now it's going to see if it does without your key quarterback and a lot of other key pieces this year have been lost. 
Well, Mr. Four and Twelve, clearly you don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> no, but I've also just been predicting, hoping, and praying for Four and Twelve for years for the Patriots. <laughs> One of these times, it has to work. <laughs> That's so true. You like, have my team. The Eagles so have had it happen. Like, who'd you dislike more, Tom Brady or Bill Belichick? Bill you Bel- asked us. Oh yeah. I definitely dislike Bill Belichick more, mainly because Tom Brady, he's the player. He gives his good sound bites. He's who he is. He's a part of the system. Belichick's just one of those. I wish she's I wish because of how smart he is as a coach, I wish he spoke more. Like when he did the one hundred years thing, it was fantastic. I like that Bill Belichick. I don't like the Bill Belichick that gives you zero sound bites, zero information of anything, and basically acts like a robot throughout all his press conferences and everything and shows zero personality. I know it might be a shtick and everything, like a Greg Popovich. But even Greg Popovich or the NBA at least kind of gives a smirk and a smile when he's talking to reporters and kind of being rude to them and mean to them and like gives them like a little elbow like, yeah, I'm going to totally be like a dick to you, but it's all in good fun. If he was coaching the Eagles, would you like him? If they had the success they had, yeah, obviously. <laughs> okay. But guess so, what? He's so not coaching the Eagles. Both sides of the coin. <laughs> he's not coaching the Eagles. He but isn't. if he was for 20 years and had that success and then moved on, I'd be fine with it. I'd be just sad. But I'd be like, all right, well, clearly we did something that he did not like, and we didn't do enough to keep him. There are a huge amount of fans that do not know the Patriots without Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Joe, do you really remember the Patriots without Tom Brady? I do. Um, I was actually my closing thoughts. <laughs> it's a little fuzzy. My two closing thoughts. One, I was more upset in the moment when Tom Brady won the starting position over Drew Bledsoe. I was young, but I was not happy. I loved Drew Bledsoe, um, probably because it's the first quarterback I remember watching growing up. But I was far more upset when the next year came around and it was, you know, Bledsoe's out, Brady's in. I was not happy. Um, Which is weird because I didn't watch – Drew Bledsoe for 20 years. He didn't win all those playoff games and Super Bowls. Um, <clears throat> but I do remember being that much more upset than maybe seeing this coming. Second thought, I still think there's a chance that this goes terribly for Tom Brady. Oh, yeah, and, obviously. And and a, a little part of me, the same little part of me that thinks, you know, maybe all this falls apart and he says, ha, gotcha, I'm going back to New England. That same little part of me thinks, I can't wait to watch him fail. <laughs> you want him to play a whole season, though, and fail, right? You don't want him to be, like, two games oh, in no, and no, tear I, his knee? No, no, no injury. Not hurt. I just want him to get crushed. I'd love to see Tampa Bay go. You want him to die, Paul. We already established this. No. Uh, but I, I don't think it's going to happen. But as much as I love Tom Brady, um, I, it would be kind of the conniving side of me is like, <laughs> Should have stayed in New England. Well, guys, I can tell you, it gets better. I've had to go through this with Donovan McNabb, A.J. Feely. That was a big one for me. It hurt like four games as starter for us. Whew, really hurt as an Eagles fan. Nick Foles, big dick Nick had to leave. Like, it gets better. You trying to figure out that nickname, Paul? No, I pretty much haven't figured out, I think. <laughs> it's good. If it's English. He's heading to Chicago, so hope they're ready for the footlongs. 
Yeah, bears. <laughs> Jesus. You're right in the gutter, Greg. <laughs> they're no the Chicago hot dog. What are you talking about? Okay. It's onions and like peppers yeah. and all that sprinkled onto it. Chili. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? I don't know what you were thinking of. These older guys. Right out the window. All right, Paul, any closing thoughts on Tom Brady before we move on? Not a closing thought. I wish him well. I hope they lose every game. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, so moving on. By the so, way, whoa, he's whoa, like a weatherman. See, he's I knew this was a final thought. He's going to get $30 million whether he wins or loses. Every week. Try to move on, and you just keep going. All right, I'm good. That's okay. my final thought. You just want one more analogy in there? Well, the weatherman, you know. Yeah, you yeah. They're rarely the trash man, the weatherman. I can't wait to see what comes up next in these conversations that we're about to have. Oh, I got. I'm, I'm full of uh, something. <laughs> okay. Well, so side note, I'm happy because the Eagles finally got a defensive back that can actually seem like cover guys. So good for us. You know, yay. That's like the only move we've made this offseason. So I'm happy personally. Darius Slay, welcome to the Eagles. Other big news Philip Rivers is moving to the Colts. Is that weird in any way for either of you? I mean, you're not Chargers fans, but like, I find it weird. Brady, Phillip Rivers, and Jason Witten, guys who have all played on the one team their whole careers for 15 plus years, all in the same offseason, switch teams. A little weird. A little weird. I thought it was going to be really weird if Drew Brees was also in that mix. It looked like for just a minute it could have happened. Yeah, but he also mentioned that he was, apparently the news came out he was going to retire. He had told the Saints, I'm thinking I'm going to retire. Like, I'm not planning on coming back. And then, like, right before everything started, he was like, ah, I want to come back. Mm. So, but Phillip Rivers moving to Indy. You maybe don't know much about Phillip Rivers outside of the fact that he has 20 children. <laughs> something like that. He might be on to number 30. I'm not really quite sure. He like I think, like, every five minutes his wife gives birth. I'm not positive. But him and his bolo tie are heading up to Indy. He'll take over for Jacoby Brissett's starting job. Do you think Indy has any success with Phillip Rivers, who's had success with the Chargers? They have a good offensive line, decent offense, but a good defense. Do you think he can help them win the AFC South, especially after the Texans traded away a top two receiver in the league? Not on the team. In the league for literally scrap. Like, they were just like, hey, we got a deal in place. We're going to trade you DeAndre Hopkins to the Cardinals, and you give us that running back that hasn't been healthy since 2015. What do you think? You guys like that? We'll pay his whole, like, $100 million salary? So he's out of there. Do you think Phillip Rivers takes advantage of that and takes the Colts to a division title and take down the Patriots? No. That last part was for me. I don't see how... I mean, with the the loss of the with the, that the Texan just had, I'm, I put Tennessee at the top. And I don't assuming see they signed Derrick Henry, they haven't yet. Yes, so that is a big assumption. But Paul, that's what I'm, I'm going with. Think the Colts have a chance to win that division? No. No. All right. What if I told you Philip Rivers' kids would be starting at wide receiver? <laughs> well, there's probably an 18-year age band between the first one and the last one. I, there definitely has to be. It's like crazy how many kids he has. I would be so. I would have been shocked if he said. Wouldn't have been shocked if he said, "I'm going to move to Indy. My family's actually going to stay." Just, I just need some me time. <laughs> I don't get any. 
Oh, Indianapolis. Oh. Hey, Indy fans, I like you. <laughs> Clear, clearly, Paul has some strong feelings about the city of Indianapolis. Well, a Tampa major Bay's, city for listening to us. Tampa Bay's worse. Wow. Okay. Well, just taking shots at everybody. Mm. Well, even if you're going to take shots at everybody, you know what you should do, Paul? Check us and 12 on Sports Shows out at Zingo TV. Use promo code 12 ounce. That's 12OZ. That's Zingo TV. It's free to use. Let's be honest. You're all quarantined. Go check us out. You got nothing to lose. It's free. Check out the shows. Check out us. You won't get to see our beautiful mugs, but you'll get to see plenty of other beautiful ones. Yeah, I'm even talking about Mike Berlin from Craft Food Sports. You beautiful bastard. I really hope he hears that. <laughs> he needs it. He needs to pick me up. He needs to know he's beautiful. But that's Zingo TV, Z-I-N-G-O TV. Also, don't forget to check out Trove on Sports Radio, the website. We got articles. We got bookie sites, my bookie. Just go check it out. It's all good stuff. Use promo code 12OZ at Zingo TV, though. It's free. It's online TV. Everybody has internet these days. And we're all literally stuck inside our houses. You're going to run out of stuff to watch on Netflix and Amazon Prime and Hulu and HBO Go and Apple TV, Disney Plus. I think that's like that's like the basis, right? Yeah, there's a boatload of them. Yeah, I know. But Zingo TV is one of them. That's how we do that. All right. So besides that, we have Jason Witten going to the Raiders. Probably should have just gone to the retirement home. The man is literally just, what's the use? If you're not going to be a cowboy, you came out of retirement to go back to the Cowboys. You're not going to finish your career with them. If they didn't want you. Some broadcasting tips from John Gruden. I don't think any broadcasting tips are going to save Jason Witten. Let's be honest. Can't disagree with you. Yeah, exactly. Can you? Paul? What? You were blowing your nose. Wow, Paul, way to pay attention. This is a show here, Paul. you got to be on your toes. Oh, you know, why do you think? Joe's actually here for a tryout. I don't know if you know that. This is a tryout. <laughs> Start bench cut secretly is who are we starting? Me. Who's on the bench? Joe is goes. Who are we cutting? Paul. I'm sorry. Okay. You can put <clears> it off. Three. Careful what you wish for. Oh, I know. Trust me. I know. I was skeptical of having this whole setup in to begin with. So well, how's it working out for you? We haven't talked so over So far, it. so good. I'm actually surprised. This is going a lot smoother than I thought, guys. All right. Moving on. I'm trying to think of any other big football news outside of the main stuff. I mean, sports news in general. Bunch of athletes are getting coronavirus, so that's cool. Sean Payton, Kevin Durant. I mean, like big names. They're also getting tested right away. Is that fair? No, it's not. We're not going to get political. This is not a political show, Paul. I didn't say anything about politics. I well, said it definitely about sounded like you were heading towards there. Fox and us poor fans get. Yeah. Oh, the rich guys and the poor. Yeah, I hear it. I hear the politics coming. I was going to try to go to a Super Bowl game. Joe's hitting a trash can. I had the airline tickets. The airline tickets round trip for two people were cheaper than one night in the hotel room, and the tickets to the game were five hundred and something dollars. So, each. Yeah. So, I don't feel bad for those rich football players and athletes. You should feel bad if you get this. Tickets will be cheaper. (laughs) (laughs) I really do think the NBA should go with the idea of one fan from each team. 
in the arena only allowed, and they had to literally like shout at each other <laughs> from the nosebleeds on each separate side. Steel cage. No, that, we don't want to get violent here. That would just just one on each side would be humorous. No, I'm going to invoke one of your favorite things to do. Put him in one of those sumo suits. Well, that that would be hilarious. That's for football, though. That's to keep everybody safe. <laughs> it's just that's just smart. Smart yeah. pat. I did find it funny. I did hear the story that the Surgeon General literally was telling his kids, like, you have to, like, wash your hands. This is serious. You got to take this serious. Like, this is a big deal. And his kids are like, yeah, yeah, whatever, Dad. And he's like, I'm the Surgeon General. You need to listen to me. Like, I'm the one that knows what is going on. And then, like, the next day it was announced Kevin Durant has coronavirus. And his kids were like, oh, my God, Dad, did you hear? Kevin Durant has coronavirus. We need to wash our hands and, like, take care of ourselves and make sure we don't, like, we keep social distancing there. He's like, oh, you mean everything I've been telling you as the U.S. Surgeon General? And they're like, yeah, but Kevin How Durant has it. Surgeon General not get fired. Because this wasn't his fault. No, no, no. no. It's all the warnings he gets printed on all those beer cans. He makes millions. Yeah. He uses his name, the Surgeon General. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally, you know how much he gets a penny for each can. <laughs> <laughs> Never has to work a day in his life. He tells pregnant women, you should stay away from this stuff. I'm pretty sure it's bad for you. Pa-ching. <laughs> Actually, that same can might cause some of those pregnancies. He <laughs> will never be out oh. of work again. <laughs> it's Look so this. filling. You see this pen that I got here, Paul? That's cool. We're going to move on from what beer can make people do sometimes. Okay. Anyway... Since we have like 10 minutes left in the show, we've covered the main points of the NFL. Basically, Tom Brady leaving and Patriot fans sad and Bill Belichick's not as far as we thought he was and all that fun stuff. You guys said it, not me. Um, I think you just put words in our mouth, but that's OK. You should actually see when I do post these videos, I dub over you. <laughs> Good. My plan. Your mouth is moving, but the weirdest sounds come out. <laughs> so we're going to do a start bench cut. It's going back to the Brady situation. It's going back to Boston sports in general. It's very Massachusetts heavy. Partly because we live in Massachusetts. It makes sense. But start bench cut for this week is, who's now the face of Boston sports? Forever it was Tom Brady and David Ortiz. Ortiz retired a few years ago. We still had Tommy. We still had a boy. If he retired or left, everybody was like, we got Mookie Betts. Well, that that isn't the case anymore. He's gone. We're not going to say it's Chris Sale because, well, it's never going to be Chris Sale. And he's got Tommy John surgery now for a season that will start in July. So I have three options for you. They're all younger. They're all pretty good on their teams. I'm curious to know, as Boston sports fans specifically, because I know you both at least have an idea of all these three teams. They're more than the faces. What? More than three teams in Boston. Yeah, but there's nobody on the Patriots that you could say is the face. I'm not putting Julian Edelman as a face of Boston sports. No offense. Okay. One, because he's not. And two, do you really want him to be the face? Not with those squinty eyes. Granted, one of the options I'm going to give you probably also isn't the best-looking mug to say is the face. But here they are. First, we're going to go with the Celtics, who I think might be the obvious choice is Jason Tatum. Young, star on the rise, was an all-star this year, had a great rookie season. He's kind of one of the up-and-coming guys in the NBA. People that love the Celtics love him. You go him over Kemba Walker easily right now as popularity, even though Kemba Walker is the more 
known league-wide name, I would say. But probably not for much longer. Then we're going to go over to the Red Sox. I had to think about this because they trade up Mookie. Pedroia is out the door because, well, he can't physically walk through the door. His knee assisted don't allow it. Xander Bogarts is who I chose for the Red Sox. I think if there's one name you're going to think of when you think about the Red Sox, it's him. And then finally, Brad Marchand from the Bruins, big schnoz and all, as my third option. Who is the face now of Boston sports? Who is the guy that's going to get all the commercial deals? Because Tommy is gone. Ugg's going to need somebody new because guess what? Ugg's are meant for cold weather. It's not much cold weather in Tampa Bay. So who's getting that Ugg money? Is it Jason Tatum? Is it Xander Bogarts? Or is it Brad Marchand? I don't even know if I'm saying that last name right for Brad. You are. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was, but I didn't know if it was more of a nasally thing, you know, because you got a big nose. You got to stick your tongue out and give a little lick, too. Marchand? No, that doesn't seem right. Well, we see Joe's fitting right into the show. Yeah. <laughs> well... So I'll go first, because I know you two need to think about this, because, well, it takes a second for both of your brains to catch up to my thoughts. So I'm going with my starter is basically how I gave out this order. Jason Tatum, I think, is going to become the face of Boston sports. The NBA is by far the most popular sport outside of the NFL in the country. I think when looking at the success of all the teams, also the Celtics are the team that so far have been the most successful over the past two years outside of the Patriots. The Bruins, yeah, I know, went to the Stanley Cup, but hockey itself, not as big in popularity. Massachusetts, you can make the argument that it's right up there. Basketball still reigns supreme. I'm going with Jason Tatum. I actually might think I might go with Brad Marchand from the Bruins, who I'm benching, because New England, they're a hockey place. Making the Stanley Cup, not the World Cup, making the Stanley Cup, Definitely gets more exposure. Plus, how do you miss that nose? I mean, that's just literally like a face and a half. So if this was the face and a half of Boston, Brad had to get Brad had it in the bag, but it's not. And then I'm gonna go with Xander as third. Red Sox are popular, but there is nobody on the Red Sox currently where you can look and go, Yep, he could like be the face of a franchise and a one that everybody league wide recognizes. Yes, he can speak like six languages. That's not enough in this competition. So I'm starting Jason, benching Brad. I'm cutting Xander. Joe, you look prepared. I'm going to go with you next. I am going to start Xander. All right, give me a reason. Before the Patriots became, I'll say, Boston's team, New England's team, there was... It was the Red Sox. Um, the The challenge I have with it is that I think Red Sox, the well, baseball in general, they've got to do some things to to get back their fan base. I think um, it's it's could be slowly dwindling, so there could be a challenge there. But I do think that um, Xander has got the appeal. I think when you talk about the face of Boston sports, I think it's got to be a to me it's it's either Major League Baseball. Um, or it's, you know, National Football League, even when you had, you know, the big three and on and Celtics, I still wouldn't have put any of those three as the face of Boston sports. Um, 
Having said that, my number two would be Tatum. Um, because he is a younger guy, he could be around for much longer. And um, I do believe that um, there there is the potential because of, as I mentioned, the, the dwindling MLB viewership or, or fan base, the lack of NFL you know, big stars in the in New England market. And again, hockey's just not as big. So Tatum could be um, second. And then third, I've got to place Martian is cut. Um, and that's only because he's been around. He does have some commercial deals, but I don't see it getting any larger now that, you know, Brady wow. or Ortiz is out. Is that a shot at the nose? The larger? <laughs> yeah, seems, seems pretty drastic. All right, Paul. I don't know. You were making some weird gestures. I don't know so what it was for. I, I was just trying to show you what I had jotted down. And well, your I, screen is blurred, so we oh, physically well, can't course, see so that. Oh, so it have to be like this. Still can't see it. Nope, it just focuses on your skin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess I'll put some clothes on. Uh-huh. Oh. Those older people on their technology issues. <laughs> Xander Bogarts is my style. Okay. Um... I'm sure I would have seen that if your screen wasn't blurred when you threw a piece well, of paper. I, just, I, I thought it was kind of funny because they're exactly the same as, as Joe's. Um, Jason Tatum would be the bench, and Brad Marchand, I don't think, well, they could pick him out of a lineup because his nose would not line up. But um, very so popular amongst hockey fans. Yeah, except for when he licks people's necks. Are, you know, very small portion of all sport fans. Yes, but again, except when he licks people's necks and does weird things to them. Yeah, so Zidane Ocharo might have been a good one. Yeah, but he's like old. He's got a year left. He's he's literally retiring with a broken jaw. (laughs) Well, yeah, not a lot of choices. It's kind of it's not. That's why I said I had to kind of go with what I thought my gut said, and those were the three from each team. Like who, honestly. Pick somebody from the Patriots that you think would be the face of the like of Boston sports right now if you had to. Edelman's the only name. <laughs> no, on that note, I might just wrap this up. Twelve and four and win the division, and they're in the AFC Championship with Stidham. He and will be still, the face. And he becomes the face of Boston sports. Depends. Nah, nah I still don't think so. It'd still be Jason Tatum. <laughs> he will. No, Jason there is. No doubt about it. If he were to bring that team with well, Belichick. thanks for joining me, guys. <laughs> he is the new hero. And as Paul said, Tom who? Okay. I like well, it. Apple tree. We get it. <laughs> it's like we had a big long string with two paper cups and we were talking to each other. Or Joe, just finished, Joe just finished his can, it looks like. Where's your can finished? I'm still drinking Celta. Good for you. Way to stay sober during these tough times. <laughs> well, on that note, since Paul's about to choke on his seltzer, guys, thank you for joining me. Thanks for having us. Thank you. I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm re- slightly disappointed there were no tears. I'm not going to lie. I really thought I was going to get something emotional out of both of you. It's a living. <laughs> you tell that to half the fan base. Who just became Buccaneers fans? I know one. One very attractive strawberry blonde who has That's just become a Buccaneers fan. Slightly creepy because it's your daughter. 
<laughs> so on that note, on that weird. Yeah, yeah, we're supposed to be inside. Thanks for sharing. Well, it can't keep it inside when Joe's face also says um, that was weird. <laughs> Kay, we love you. That's code for her name. Figure. <laughs> I wonder if she can crack that code. Hey, guys. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having us. Thank you. My name is Greg. This has been all of our stances on sports. Stay safe and have a good one. The Sports Sports Dance. Dance.